How hairy is the love of your life? Ah, the fur babies squee. I'm no crazy cat lady, but I do love my cat. I'm not posting signs that say, if my dog doesn't like you, I won't either. But I'd still die to share my life with a Bernese, Newfoundland, or an old English sheepdog. Yes, even my guinea pigs bring me joy and hilarity. Still, the amount of time and money we spend on our pets is pretty astounding. In Canada, while only 57% of us own pets, it's predicted that we will spend between 6.6 and 8.3 billion on them. Billions. Jeez. I should be investing in hearts and perina. That doesn't even include our sweat equity. The amount of time we spend cleaning up after them, exercising them, worrying about their happiness and well-being, just hanging out and playing, mourning them too. We adore our pets. I'm sure everyone can think of something or someone who lives for their cat. A friend who's nuts over a ferret, who has to comfort a friend when their lizard died, who knows at least one person who spends a ton of time caring for their fish, or turtles, or who's crazy over their python. And dog people, oh my god, those people, carting home 90 pounds of kibble, balancing three bags of treats and a frisbee and a tube of tennis balls, all while texting to reschedule their lives around walks and feedings and groomings in the dog park. As much as they give, our pets are somewhat inconvenient family members. If we're honest, though I would bet most of us resent the inconvenience humans in our lives with greater intensity, Your pets don't call at 7 a.m. to ask you if you slept well. They don't ask you to borrow cash right after your car payment. They don't bring over their pet beds when you want to sleep. They never tell you that they don't like the way you look. They never tell your secrets or talk behind your back. I've never heard of a mass shooting attributed to Fluffy or Rover, and they've never known to foist their political or religious beliefs upon you, although the occasional cat might stray to the neighbors for an extra breakfast, they don't try to sleep with your best friend, and they don't break your soul. In fact, even the meanest Siamese won't tell you to lose 20 pounds. The dumbest Dalmatian won't ask you ignorant personal questions. So, it begins to make sense. We love our pets because they are warm and cuddly, cute and funny, but they lack the one thing that human relationships have in spades. Hurt. Betrayal. Selfishness. Even your nephew's tarantula or the least socialized pet rat cannot steal your grandma's pearls, won't rat you out to your mom, or tell your boss what you really said in the lunchroom.
as much as they would like to. You won't find them retelling your embarrassing stories from fourth grade or creating new stories about you to further their careers. Pets rock. It's not a wonder that studies say that they distress us. Some say, hey, they don't love you back. They just want food. There's so much work. (laughs) Sounds like more people's marriages, in my experience. So, like nearly everyone else I know, give them the choice. When there's trust to be given, the dark horse I'll be banning on is Mr. Whiskers.